I have often heard that Michael Bay's movies are so terrible that he couldn't direct himself out of a paper bag. <laughs> I think the quote's a wet paper bag, okay? That's not what this guy wrote. I know, this guy <laughs> misquoted it. But this film is the explosion-filled wet dream of an ADHD-addled teenager with enough cuts to make the whole thing an incomprehensible mess. Is, is that wrong? <laughs> is that necessarily a bad thing? I it's don't, called I don't know. Bayham. Look it up. <laughs> The more recent Catwoman movie was better. Oh, no. At least it knew it was crap. (laughs) (laughs) That was a one-star review from IMDb. Everybody, we are Spoilers Intended, a podcast about series and films. I'm Stephen, joined as always by Andrew. Hello. And Ryan. It's me. It's me. <laughs> I, I was going to try and do a Sean Connery yeah. impression. And you saw me do a terrible one. And you, yeah. Just you saw Into it. the Future. And yeah. saw, this is going <laughs> to be bad. Knows, you're like, if I do it, he won't. His is going to be bad. <laughs> I'll set him up for failure. <laughs> I was just channeling Nicolas Cage from Next. <laughs> <laughs> So in case you're wondering what we're reviewing, <laughs> we're doing 1996's Michael Bay's The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. <laughs> I wanted to put another word in there, like Michael Bay's opus, but it's not really his opus. I don't know. I, what I don't know. Opus. I mean, this is probably one of his better films. It is definitely it might one, be of his, one of his better it, films. It, that doesn't make it great. <laughs> it's at least one of my favorite of his films. Definitely one of my yeah, favorites from fair. him. That's yeah. fair. So we thought, though, before we get into the Bayham. Well, hold on. We have to thank our patrons for this. Oh, that's right. We yeah. are in a very special episode. A we Patreon got here. Picks poll. We yeah. got here thanks to not just the support of our patrons, but also the opinions of our patrons. Yes. Yes. Ryan, you so for those that, that may not know, we put up a Patreon Picks poll asking our patrons to vote on uh, which 90s action movie we should mm-hmm. review. And the choices were Last Action Hero, no. Demolition Man. No, no. already wrong. Already wrong? <laughs> what was it? No, it, it was, was uh, True Lies. True, True Lies. Lies. Sorry, I saw Arnold in my head and went immediately to Last Action. Demolition Man and The Rock. Yes. <laughs> I, was, you know, I was actually thinking, it's been like a hot minute since we discussed these. I yeah. wonder if Ryan's going to get it right. No, nope, he's wrong. absolutely not going to get it right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Why y'all put that on me is beyond me. Gonna, you did this to yourself. I'm not going to lie. I kind of wanted True Lies to win out. I did, too. I did, too. Because I love that movie. It's a fan. Fantastic. Tom one, Arnold is great in that movie, that which is, is not something you'd say in a lot of sentences. Probably going to make the rotation anyways. But yeah. for those of you who are not a patron, your $1 or more of support lets you vote in these polls. Yep. Then you get exclusive early access to mm-hmm. the review before it hits the mainstream. Yep. So you can uh, jump in and have a say in what we're going to review if you are a patron. Yeah, we, we try and do these basically once every other month. Yeah, mo- roughly. Yeah, yeah roughly. Just kind of get the cycle going. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted by people who want to shill things. Wow. Yes. <laughs> just straight out. I'm just trying to do my job. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen somebody so angry about like, self-promotion. <laughs> Anyways. Before we get into the Bayham. We thought it'd be fun to talk about other 90s action films that are not or were not in the poll. Okay. Well, and we should say The Rock won the poll. The Rock and that's won why the we're poll. doing that's the why episode. We're here. Yeah. Yes. Let's tie that bow. <laughs> so so whenever we were making this um, 
this opening topic, that was not a thing that said that we couldn't do something else that was also in. It was. We the, specifically said No, that. I don't remember. We did say it right yeah. before. No, right, yeah. yeah. No, no, we I, specifically, don't, I don't believe you. It doesn't matter because I didn't. being willfully ignorant. <laughs> I did not pick one that was on the list. Then why oh. are you mad about it? <laughs> yeah, because I, don't understand. I didn't hear it and he's wrong. <laughs> Your officer, there was no crime. Why am I here? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Andrew, what was your pick? I want so to know we're, now. we're picking other 90s action movies. Andrew, go. 1993, Harrison Ford, okay. The Fugitive. The Fugitive. Oh, that's a good film. Yeah. That is a good one. Uh, uh, Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones, Jones, Cella Ward, Julianne Moore, uh, wrongfully accused of murdering his wife, Richard Kimball, Harrison Ford, escapes from the law in an attempt to find her killer and clear his name. Yeah. Pursuing him is a team of U.S. Marshals led by Deputy Samuel Gerard, Tommy Lee Jones, a determined detective who will not arrest until Richard is captured. And this is a fantastic Harrison Ford film. I didn't oh, yeah. murder my wife. I don't care. I don't I know. care. That's the best line. <laughs> I don't care. So, yeah, this basically takes place. Um, it's it's not necessarily an action movie. It's got action in it, It though. has action in it, but it's much more of a mystery and you're kind it's of a like. thriller, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like a yeah mystery thriller is probably the better call for it. But it really has the twin. Because Harrison Ford was really big around this time period. Because he's, you know, obviously coming out yeah. of the 90s or the 80s from mm-hmm. Indiana Jones, Harry, uh, Star Wars, that kind of stuff. Blade Everything Runner. he touched was just gold, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then he kind of hit this um, Jack Ryan style, like Patriot mm-hmm. game. Clear and Present Danger. Then you have Fugitive, Air Force, Air Force One. One. Yeah. yeah, like and this yeah, he was is big in the nineties, really big. Yeah, this is probably my favorite one out of the nineties from him, just because like you get he actually gets a lot of good emotions in this. Yeah, and being paired against Tommy Lee Jones, it was as a fantastic this relentless, pairing. Yeah, um, U.S. Marshal is just fantastic. Well, because the the best part of the movie to me compared to like a lot of films that have like a similar dynamic Mm -hmm. is that like you completely sympathize with both Harrison Mm -hmm. Ford and Tommy Lee Jones. Like there's not really an antagonist here per se of the two of them. It's just like a wrongfully accused guy, Mm -hmm. but like, yeah, you're, you're rooting for both. So it's, it makes so many, fun scenes that you're conflicted when like he's about to catch him. You're like, get him, get him. Wait, no, don't get him. I don't know. <laughs> I feel very conflicted about this. Yeah. Find out that he's okay. And then team up. I don't know. Something, yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, so I never watched the follow-up movie, U.S. Marshals. Oh, it's really good. Uh, Cause that has Wesley Snipes in it, right? Yeah. Yes. It, yeah. But I've never, yeah. I've, I, maybe I saw it and I just mm-hmm. don't remember it. Okay. So it's worth a rewatch. Though. It's yeah. pretty good. It's super good if it doesn't stick in your memory. Well, n- I mean, it's no, stuck that, in my memory. That doesn't, that doesn't mean anything, though, because, like, Brian, I mean, Andrew's I could have seen it when so I was in, like, trash that it's just pushed yeah. it out. No. I don't remember what I had for breakfast today, guys. Like, that's nothing. It could have been a great on, breakfast. I, I probably know. saw it on TNT, honestly. That's, also, yeah. that's yeah. probably where I saw it. That's from. definitely the first place I saw it was, yeah. like, on cable. Then I, I think I rented it, like, years later. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely feeling that whole don't know what I had for breakfast moment. My wife texted me earlier today. It's like, what did we do Fridays? I don't know. Where am I? Who am I? Unclear. Why am I? <laughs> Why am I? Why? All right. Your movies go. I'll jump in. Go for it. <laughs> I'm going to go with 1996's The Long Kiss Goodnight. Okay. Have either of you guys seen this movie? No. I have not. So, I, I haven't even heard of it. Really? It's it's kind of an under-the-radar 90s movie that I watched a lot in the 90s. So this is 1996. You got... Um, Does that have Steven Seagal in it? No. Gina Davis and uh, Samuel Jackson. Oh, Gina Davis. Let's go. Yeah. Gina Davis is incredible in this movie. Uh, so this was uh, directed by Rennie Harlan, who did 
like uh, what was the one Reindeer Games and like he he did a few like action movies in the mm-hmm. '90s. Like you would you would know his style if you if you saw it. Yeah. Um, and then it was written by Shane Black, the guy that wrote Lethal Weapon, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he was a co-writer on Predator. He was he's been a big yeah. screenwriter. He's directed some oh, stuff. Man, he's done some good stuff. He did Iron Man Three. Yeah. He did uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Uh, the good guys or the nice guys. Good stuff. Here. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, the plot summary here, according to IMDb, is Samantha Kane lives in a small town with her daughter. Eight years ago, she emerged two months pregnant from a nearby river with no memory of her past or who she is. However, she's getting closer to finding out about the past. Okay. Interesting. So right. the the movie is, I would I would I would classify it as over the top action. Oh, okay. Um, there's a lot of explosions, mm-hmm. a lot of fun stuff. But what, basically what happens is she is this like suburban mom and she has amnesia. She has a f- happy life, daughter, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. She used to be a contract killer. Nice. And she slowly starts to remember mm-hmm. uh, after some people like break into their home and she gets like a head wound or whatever. And then it's like oh, John Wick. Yeah. It's like on, right? Mm. And then the rest of the movie is her wrestling with like, who she was. Who she you was. Know, I think I actually have seen this movie. Yeah, it's very good. Samuel L. Jackson plays uh, this guy that's just kind of like going along with her. And he's like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> She's like doing all this crazy stuff. And it's 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 fun to me because, number one, a lot of good action. But then the other thing about it is that dynamic of when she remembers who she was, who she was is not a person that wanted to have kids or settle down. Mm-hmm. And so then she's at war with herself. Cause then part of her is like, I don't know. I kind of had a good gig with like being the mom. And like, yeah. they basically, I'm pretty sure and I'm loosely remembering. I'm pretty sure they take her kid at one point And then it's like, uh, always now if, you if got mean mama coming after you. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely going to be hostage situation, but yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. It's, I wouldn't go out and say it's like the best movie ever, but it, yeah. it fits succinctly into that nineties action movie. Well, like, when vibe. you kind of like, kind of elaborated i i definitely feel that i've seen this movie at least once she's got like the uh the blonde hair uh once she like remembers her past like she, when she's the suburban mom Boy, she's no, not, i have like, not seen that no no <laughs> I, I haven't seen that yeah it, I, that's <laughs> that you held up that image yeah that strikes no chords i'm thinking that, of that a brunette brought up no imi- images yeah. no we, we should we should watch that one that was a fun one okay yeah all right Steve? okay so i am still in the 90s because that was the topic we're gonna, this but connects. Yes. So you did a you followed the <laughs> rules. All the rules. I'm gonna connect this with Andrew here because I also have a Harrison Ford feature. Okay. Oh, clear and present danger. You nailed it. Yeah. Oh wow. Clear and present danger. <laughs> 1994. Absolutely amazing. Phenomenal. Great film. Fantastic yeah. movie. Give a little synopsis here. Agent Definitely the better of the two from him. Patriot oh, Games. I don't know. And it's hard for me to say. I think it is, but I feel like I'm biased because I saw Clear and Present in theaters and I didn't see Patriot mm, Games. So it's mm. like, oh. Uh, I so, think it depends on what mood you're in, honestly. <laughs> also true. Uh, so synopsis. Agent Jack Ryan, Harrison Ford, becomes acting deputy director of the CIA when Admiral Greer, James Earl Jones, is diagnosed with cancer. When an American businessman and friend of the president is murdered on a yacht, Ryan starts discovering links between the man and drug dealers. As CIA agent... CIA agent John Clark William Defoe, Willem Defoe, Willem Boa, Defoe. is sent to Columbia to kill drug kingpins in retaliation. Ryan must fight through multiple cover-ups to figure out what happened and who is responsible. Yeah. And it has some phenomenal sequences there in it. There are some great bits in this movie. Oh, wow. And it's it's got some thriller elements too. Mm-hmm. But when the action hits, the action hits yeah and then my other tie-in here is that movie also features raymond cruz yeah who is in 
Uncredited. Uncredited, which is kind of oh, crazy. Yeah. He's in The Rock. Yeah, he's yeah. uncredited in The Rock. But he, uh, it, you will probably know him by Tuco from Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's probably the best known role, I would assume. Yeah, probably. It probably. Feels, it feels like uh, it Because he, be. he did a bunch of other TV stuff before that. Yeah. But, like, Tuco was definitely his most bombastic character that he's done. It's the most yeah. iconic one that I can think of. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, yeah, I Clear and Present Danger is fantastic. I love that film. It is very, very fun. It's been a long... It's like, well, it's probably been about seven years since I've watched it. Oh, you got to put it on. See, the thing is, I saw I Patriot need to do a rewatch of both of them. Not that long ago, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen Clear and Present Danger, I don't think, recently. Well, I feel that every time we, we look at Jack Ryan films, everyone always wants to throw on Hunt for Red October. Hunt for Red October. Yeah. I do love Hunt for Red October. Oh, it's good. I do, too. It's great. It's a good film. It's just, I would also like to see like Patriot Games or Clear and Present yeah. on... TV. You know, I think what that means is I need to get The Patriot and Clear and Present Danger on LaserDisc I mean, so we can watch knock it. knock yourself out. Because that's the only way Andrew consumes media at his house. Or a more that accessible the, format either, that's either higher resolution. whatever. Or, or LaserDisc. No in between. That is patently false. I watch a lot of things that are not on LaserDisc. Thank you very much. I said either streaming or LaserDisc. Because your eyes get tired of squinting at the 480p pixels. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's reel it back in here. Reeling in. Bring it on in for the Bayham. For the Bayham. The Bayham. Boom, Boom. Bayham. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's get a little, little basic info, a little synopsis here for yeah. 1996's <clears throat> The Rock. And I got to say, I kind of disagree with this, this, the very first bit of the synopsis. A mild-mannered chemist. I don't really think it's... it's Nicholas Cage is not mild-mannered. He's not mild Nicholas mannered Cage at all. chemist and an ex-con. <laughs> Nicholas Cage chemist. <laughs> <laughs> the Counter-Strike, when a rogue group of military men led by a renegade general threaten a nerve gas attack from Alcatraz against San Francisco. It, I, military men is also incorrect. It should be just Marines. Yeah. yeah. They're all Marines. They're all, uh, they're all Marines. Like, that's kind of the whole point it's like, of the movie. You just movie. call them good, good camouflage boys. Like, why? <laughs> what is military men? Like, what the heck? Uh, it is a little awkward. So this is a very movie. generic description of soldiers. <laughs> military men. Okay. So, so this movie, not the military women or the military children, just the military <laughs> men. Just the military <laughs> men. Uh, so this movie stars Nicolas Cage, Sean Connery, Ed Harris, and an absolute host of recognizable faces. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like John McGinley. A lot of character actors like David Morse and uh, David Morse. William Forsyth. Yeah. Like the, the West Coast FBI. Mm-hmm. Dude. There are tons of faces you will recognize. Michael Bain's in it. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like like we said earlier, I mean, Raymond Cruz is in here. He's not even credit. Like, he's not in the credits. He's just in the film. Tony Todd, he's in it. Candyman. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's just, wow, there's a lot of faces. It's kind of fun to go back and watch like a mid-90s or, or like a late-80s film well, and be like, oh, this guy and this, oh, and this, oh, and, and that guy's there too. Film? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> with Shocker. <laughs> Mr. Michael Bay. Uh, Mr. Michael Bay. Well, this wasn't his first movie though, was it? No. 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 I'll look it up real quick. So, yeah, find that out because yeah. I've. Didn't I feel like Bad Boys came up? Before it was before this. this I want to say yeah. Bad Boys is ninety four. So that's before this is ninety six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael uh, Bay's picture on IMDb is terrible. the most Michael Bay picture it's I've terrible. ever seen. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. Uh, <laughs> so, music is by Nick Glennie Smith and Hans Zimmer. Yep, this was oh, definitely yeah. one of his Didn't earlier. Didn't expect Hans Zimmer name just show up here. Man, he's been doing music for a long Forever. time. Forever. Yeah, Bad just, Boys was a year before this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so but this was like his yeah. second major. Yeah, like he directed a bunch of music videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
a which, meatloaf, uh, you know. Wow, Jim Caviezel was in which this is, movie. Yeah, yeah he, yes. was the, the pilot. Yeah, he was the pilot. Yeah. yeah. It's just My so wife caught people. it immediately, just seeing like part of his face with the mask. That's Jim Caviezel. Like, so, wow, crush much? Fun, <laughs> funnily enough, you mentioning that he directed a music video. So Nick mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage is actually, actually on record complaining about how all these directors and producers now haven't have only just like done commercials and music videos before becoming a, a yeah, it's a movie Bay. director. This yeah. is the photo of Michael. God, it's such a Michael which Bay photo. It is. Which, when he says that, it's like, well, that's just Michael Bay's career track. Like, why would you say that? Yeah. Uh, so this movie was made on a budget of seventy-five million dollars. It's actually quite, quite a, a quite bit. a bit for ninety. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with a global box office. A lot of that is for the explosions. Uh, I'm lot, sure. Yeah. yeah. Of three hundred thirty-six million. Okay. That's not, pretty good. Not bad. I, you know, yeah. it, going into like reviewing this, I actually didn't even think about if this was a box office success I was like, because did it make it's money? always been kind of like a meme movie. It's, right. it's very much so a TNT film. Yes. Like, that's how I, like, you always saw it. It was just on TNT. Yeah. Like, I, I, edited, I, I went to see this in theater and I remember like, I sure didn't. Loving it. And I mean, like, I mean, it was very good. It's a good movie. But, yeah. But like, I, I, thought at the time it was a huge success just based yeah. off of literally no mm-hmm. research yeah. just like everybody i knew was, was talking, talking about, about it, it. Yeah. yeah well i mean they certainly kept giving michael bay directing jobs like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's had steady work <laughs> since then it's not like he poisoned the well or something yeah know? no so obviously ryan loved it in the theater uh what, yeah. what about some some current day thoughts uh, I still like it. It's definitely the father of all shaky cam movies, like originated from oh, this. There I, are so, some scenes in here. Okay, hold on. What are they doing? I'm going to drop a quick piece of trivia on you. Okay, are you ready me. for this? Yeah. The average duration of a scene for this film. Oh no! Is oh, yeah. 2.5 seconds. I I think that's a little high. The mean <laughs> the mean duration of a scene for this film mm-hmm. is 2.6 seconds. They just don't leave the camera still. There ever. are. A lot of cuts. Oh and my then, yeah, god! If it is a, a, a shot, it's shaking, it's, shaking, shaking. Yeah, like it may not yeah. even be shaking camp. It may just be there's cut, 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 cut. Oh, yeah. where are we? Well, it's so, a frantic movie. So the big thing with um, uh, Michael Bay does this a lot with all of his films, where he just does really, really quick cuts because he really wants it to be fast paced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants it to be frenetic and all this other kind of stuff. Unless he's doing a slow motion 360, 360 pan twirl, around a character yeah. as they stand up and look around. That's not my car. That's such a, <laughs> right. such a classic Michael Bay move. <laughs> it's so not good. What a, line. what a wasted opportunity on Nicolas Cage for that line with well, this. No, sequence. but that, that's but the thing, though. Give Sean Connery the 360. He at least deserves it. No, but see, that's the Michael Bay doesn't care if the shot. The only thing that matters is the visual of the shot. It has nothing to do with the dialogue, no. the, the, the scene, context, the yeah. context, nothing. Yeah, maximum impact at all times. So, so we're yeah. just lobbing out moments of trivia here. So Ed Harris actually. <laughs> complained about the number of shots because <laughs> Michael Bay would be like, all right, we're going to do this scene and we're going to take it from the camera straight on. All right, do this scene. And he's like on the floor of the camera. All right, do the scene. And he's above him. And Ed Harris is just like, either you got it or you don't. Like, do you know where you want the camera to be or what? I can see Ed Harris in the same tone of voice uh-huh. as General Hogan. You get the camera down there and you leave it. Do you hear me? <laughs> you, know, like, you get one shot and I'm out. Yeah. Um, so anyways, <laughs> I like it still. It is definitely um, it a guilty it pleasure watch. Great. It, it's, it's not like. No, I don't even think it doesn't age bad. I think it is very much a guilty pleasure film. It is, yeah. Like, I, I genuinely am, and my wife loves the movie because when she found out we were watching, she's like, I got to watch that with you. And I was like, all right, come on in. And we watched <laughs> all of it because it's, 
it's just so ridiculous at so many points. Oh and there's gosh. so many things about it that are, are memeable and repeatable. Well, and, and there's so many phrases that like, I didn't remember them until the scene starts. I'm like, oh, this is where he says it one line. Yeah. <laughs> and then it happens. And then like, I don't know. It, to me, the, the visuals are definitely, this is like to me when in my head, I'm thinking about a Michael Bay movie. This, a lot of scenes from this movie yeah, pop, pop into pop my it. head. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, like, so National Treasure, right, is kind of mm-hmm. almost my perfect amount of Nicolas Cage. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit this too much. Too Nicolas. much Nicolas Cage. Yes. There mm-hmm. is, and like, just like reading I the synopsis. I think of Face Off. <laughs> face <laughs> Off is like a lot of Nicolas Cage. But like, this reading is... the synopsis of like a mild mannered camp, like, when has Nicolas Cage ever been right. mild mannered? Come on, people. Don't put that in there. Con don't, Air. There's a lot of Nicolas Cage in Con Air, too. <laughs> don't lie to people like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so me, I, I love this movie. Yeah. It's totally ridiculous, and but it's a lot of fun. It is, and there are some really good moments in it. Kind of like, and this was before Michael Bay really, kind of like started cannibalizing on his own style. If that makes bit. sense, well, yeah. he, he like so, locked into his style. Yeah, and yeah. where this like it's still, I'm gonna say rough around the edges for what you kind of come to expect with a Michael Bay film. Sure. So you have. It still feels like a normal movie most of the time. Some of the time, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the time, yeah, I most guess. Of, I, mean, I, but, I don't know. Uh, 55% is technically most, so but, I guess a lot. I, I love this movie because I think that this is the, the flashpoint of a lot of different uni- um, uh, cinematic franchises. Okay. Because you have – this is definitely a James Bond film. Well, you, no. you could fight me. No, 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 no. This is absolutely a James Bond no, film. It here. Okay, look. look all right. So I'm going to promote this YouTube video. There's going to be a link in the description. You need to go watch this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's titled The Rock is Definitely a James Bond Movie by Pentex Productions. It's it is a cartoon penguin explaining films. It is mind-blowing. It is. It is. The, the amount of research this person did for this <laughs> 17 and a half, 17 They could have cured cancer, <laughs> but yeah, instead like, they like, made this video. <laughs> if only he applied his powers to good. Yeah, but so this is the other thing. We already mentioned it. We mentioned National Treasure. I think that this is the beginning of basically the Gates family legacy because he gets the microfilm at the end of this film oh, to look at all man. of the all the conspiracy theories for the U.S. and figures out. And this like, is okay. this is how he starts getting on the track uh, of uh, of being National uh, Treasure. I don't know if I like Boom, this, it comes out. Oh no! Afterwards, it doesn't. It doesn't wow. But like they even mention right where he's like when they're looking at his record and he was like uh, like an underwater like scuba diving mm-hmm. cl- like certified like so like after. Alcatraz thing where he's like, I don't understand scuba. I'm a putt. Like I'm gonna get certified. Yeah. Also, he steals a car in this movie, and then Gone in sixty seconds happened, and it's connected there too. Go, go, go! I like, I like National Treasure connection. I like that. No National Treasure connection, and actually makes sense. This is the the flashpoint of so many cinematic universes. I think our definition of makes sense is a little bit. No, no, the James Bond one is. 100% 100% true. I feel like Michael Bay just could not get... <laughs> he couldn't get the rights to it. Well, well uh, mm-hmm. Eon, but he wanted Eon Sean Connery. would not let him direct a movie, and he's yeah. mad about it. Yeah and, yeah, and basically, he wanted Sean Connery to be James Bond in this film. He just couldn't get the rights for it. He's I mean, like, there are so many he's parallels. Like, I want you to play James Bond, but you're going to say the F word a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Connery is like, well, whatever. I'm already, I've already made so much money, it doesn't make a difference. I do that daily. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, what do you think about this movie? Uh, it's okay. So, <laughs> wow. Wow. Just, it's just okay for me. So I, I think 
the problem for me is I really yep. enjoy Sean Connery's character, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I don't enjoy Nicolas Cage's character. He's and a Nicolas little, Cage he's a little bit too. Time. Yeah, I like, think. Hummel as a character is fantastic. Fantastic, uh, yes. great. Mm-hmm. The whole Ed Harris's performance, great. Right on. Oh, yeah. yeah, the dynamic with him and the the military men around him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those good good Those camo good, boys. Good boys. <laughs> and then the kind of the FBI on the other side with Sean Connery. I like that. All of that dynamic is great, and some of. Nick Cage and Sean Connery's chemistry is good. Yeah. It's just... And some of it's really bad. There's just too much Nick Cage. Yeah. Well, I I feel like with Nicolas Cage specifically, you're always going to get a level of, like, Nicolas Cage as, like, mad cat. Well, but I feel like in this movie specifically... There are a few movies before it where he was a little more subdued and wasn't Mm -hmm. quite as madcap. And there's movies after it where he's as crazy and wild. But it's in a... I don't know if it's a, a better utilized like a, like a way. More appropriate setting. I, I almost said tactful. That felt wrong. <laughs> <laughs> a more like, I guess, focused way. Yeah. Well, yeah. where this, like you have just some scenes that just don't make any sense for the characters or the, the context yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. Just with the lines of dialogue that he says, where are just like, it just doesn't make any sense. It just feels like Michael Bay be like, and then it'd be cool if like you said this, but then what if you did this? And yeah. it's like, okay, cool. Let's try it. And mm-hmm. then they're like, leave it in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, we'll just just because it's again in line with this, we're just going to burn through a bunch of trivia here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the script, as originally written, was much more serious and kind of a dour film, probably with most of the humorous moments and lines being improvised during filming. And a lot of the trivia in here is like Nick Cage improvised this like Nick Cage improvised this like Nick Cage. I can see it. Yeah, I can feel that. So like Michael Bay just had written in the script. Nicholas Cage talks. Well, so the the whenever I watch like a, a Michael Bay film, it always feels like a twelve year old boy got hold of a camera and a bunch of action figures. Yeah, that's a bit. Accurate. Yeah, and, and there's like, and like yeah, and the car goes like. Yeah, that's actually very accurate. And it is that is pretty much how it feels throughout a lot of the action sequences in this movie. Yeah. Where, like, you have the chase through San Francisco, and it's like, oh, and then there was a grandma walking across the street. I know. And then he, he hits the side, he hits I the streetcar. Oh, ass- now there's people in wheelchairs. My favorite part is the guy that's the trolley driver <laughs> who's like, not my baby! And then, like, the whole the trolley's going, and then it explodes into the air. You never see him jump off, but then he He's walks around it the yeah. next, you're like, was he on it as it exploded into the sky? Anyway, then he I uh, he wishes vengeance on yeah, uh, Sean yeah. Connery. I'll find you. <laughs> oh, yeah. and thus begins the Predator friend. I mean, what? I don't. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know. Y'all, y'all obviously really like this, and I think I don't yeah. know if some of it's nostalgia or it's a little bit. Of I both. just didn't get exposed it's to it early enough. I, I liked it. Like younger, unironically. Well, right. so I, like, this I, is I crazy. Action. Didn't even see this until I was in college, honestly. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just so absurd of an action movie that I just—it's just fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think for me, like, I don't particularly enjoy Michael Bay mm-hmm. as yeah. a director. I mean, and, and if I'm going to watch it, then does I'm gonna anyone pick, like, really enjoy Michael Bay? Oh, oh uh, yes. he's made a lot of money. There's uh, a lot of Bay heads out there. Oh, gosh, don't use that term. <laughs> yeah, <look at> the- <laughs> They're all doing fireball shots down at Wild Wings right now. We can go find some tonight if y'all want to. Just walk into walk into uh, to Buffalo Wild Wings and be like, "Michael Bay sucks." And then like you, you, you just hear, the, hear all, all the stools. 
Everybody's standing up. The beer, the beer. Bro, where is he? Where? Who said that? <laughs> the beer cans all getting crunched. <laughs> you just go Michael Bay, and they go yay yay. Like, a round of shots just gets you know bought. The, one of the servers reaches up, and all the TVs changes over. It just all goes to pain and gain. It's already there. Like, how? <laughs> it's got to queue it up, man. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't. I feel like I missed. Hitting this early enough to where it has like any kind of like fun to me. Yeah. Yeah. From like past experience. So when do you think you saw it for the first time, roughly? Oh, uh, I was at remember? least in college. I may have even okay. been out of college. So you probably yeah, came to it too late. Probably probably a little I, bit too I've late. Seen, like Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two relatively close to their releases. Mm-hmm. Uh I never saw it with Pearl Harbor was his, right? Yeah. I never saw Pearl Harbor. You Pearl missed Harbor literally nothing. Yeah, because I knew I wasn't missing I know anything. Armageddon was We're him. We're going to have to review that one oh time my because gosh, I want please. you to watch it no, so you can please. just get so mad at don't how make, inaccurate don't it is. Don't make me watch historical Smithsonian trauma. came out and said it's historically accurate. They have it in the museum. You don't even go through the museum anymore. They just show you Pearl Harbor and then you leave. I will throw you out of this house. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew will That's harm you. That's the Smithsonian, not me. Don't <laughs> Uh, but like I've seen a fair bit of Michael Bay's you know filmography mm-hmm. or whatever, and he just doesn't do it for me. Like yeah, if I, but I, if I'm gonna be like I'm gonna watch a Michael Bay film tonight, well it's probably Bad Boys Two. Yeah, Bad Boys Two or Is The be- Rock. Sure, but it's not The Rock. Well, for me, it's The Rock. It's not The Rock. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad film. Yeah, it's just it just doesn't do it for me. Sure, the, I can very easily see that. No, the Sean I, I Connery can also... stuff, the Bond stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm here for that. That's fun. Uh, Hummel, that's great. That's actually phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's just the rest of it. When I say the rest, of it, I'm just talking gesturing. about. I'm gesturing towards Nick Nicholas Cage. Cage. Yeah. Well, yeah. so I think too is Nick Cage is actually really good at the beginning. Like I'll say, like half of the film, is he though? and then well, is as he, he gets though? more into into more situations of like action, he just doesn't carry it. Well, he's not an yeah. action star. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, he really isn't. And not for as prolonged, like, we just have long-running gun battles. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not his thing. Yeah. Watch Face Off. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so, would you uh, recommend it? I would. I, I, re- I mean, anyone that wants to watch a, a nostalgic action yeah, movie. 90s action the, movie. Yeah, 90s action movie. I, I would... I would recommend it if somebody was like, I've never seen a Michael Bay movie. Where do I start? I'd be like The Rock. The Rock. Like, start there. Yeah. And this is a good, like, this is this guy's style. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you like that, you can advance on to other Michael mm-hmm. Bay stuff. But so, know that it goes downhill a lot of times. <laughs> very, very quickly. Say, yeah. Like, if you're a Sean Connery Bond fan mm-hmm. and you like that kind of whole, like, fan theory stuff, yeah. then you definitely should watch the film and then watch the definitely a Bond film YouTube video. video. Yeah. yeah. And I think you get a lot out of that. Because, again, this guy goes way in depth. Like, everything lines up phenomenal. Like, Mike, there is no way that Michael Bay even has the brain power to put this together well as well as this guy pieces it out. Like, just, I'm just being yeah, honest. No, I, mean, I like, think that's the main reason I don't subscribe right, to that yeah, theory. It's like, I refuse to believe. Well, well, <laughs> no, but that's the thing, though. I am 100% positive that he he really wanted to be James Bond. So you think just subconsciously he made a bunch of decisions along well, the way? See, no, no. <laughs> also, I think he really wanted it to be James Bond. He just, they couldn't make it happen. They weren't going to allow it. They're very, they're like the fan, yeah, like the, the, the company that runs it, they are very protective of the brand. Right, see, what yeah. I well, would believe, though, is Sean Connery was on as a producer. Mm-hmm. Now, Sean Connery might be like, change that date. You should uh, now do 62. <laughs> we should uh, 72. It's good there. 
Like, like I could see that. Happen. Yeah, yeah. Because actually, within some, li- well, we'll get into it post spoiler wall, but some lines of dialogue uh, would just be like plot holes mm-hmm. if um, they were like accurate. But like they're wrong in like they don't fit the timeline the movie presents. So like, <laughs> right. what? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I think from that perspective, you can just watch it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how eager I'm gonna be to go rewatch. I know y'all are gonna be like, I'm gonna go home tonight and watch it. You know, <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I watch it every, I don't every, know, every couple years. Yeah, you just kind of get and you're like, oh man, what? Yeah, I just want to watch an old action movie. Yeah, and The Rock is generally yeah, like, uh, like the, probably in the top like six of that list. Like the '90s are lousy with good action films. They really are. Again, for me, I count it amongst those because I saw it in, in theater, theater yeah. like mm-hmm. when it was like speed the yeah. rock you know all these things were coming out like around the same you know mm. couple of years and yeah. so i i always equate it to that era all right if you have been exposed to this episode of spoilers <laughs> intended podcast you need to inject spoilers intended podcast.com into your heart immediately it's a website that has links to all sorts of stuff, such as our Discord. We have lots of cool channels on our Discord, you know, stuff like what we're watching, what games we're playing, what we're eating. We also have spoiler channels for all, like, new stuff that's coming out, TV mm-hmm. shows, whatnot, that we could, you can go and talk privately between people that have all seen it that yeah. are up to date and stuff like that, and you can have discussions without disturbing anyone else. Yeah. It's a great time. Totally free. You should come and join us. Yeah, yeah. Discord is a very free platform. It, it is. It's pretty nice. Speaking of platforms that are also free, but at what cost, we have <laughs> two socials, Facebook and Instagram. If you're on there, you should check us out, like us, comment on our posts, share it out there. Uh, every week we put out there what we're watching so you can kind of help prepare yourself to follow along with the cast yeah. if you want to do something like that or if you just want to know where shows we've had people comment hey like where can I watch this and it's it's a lot easier if you just find the social media posts instead of me having to be like oh I have a comment <laughs> and we are back Ryan pointed at me and I was like, what are you talking about, bro? You're in charge this episode. That's no, he's a lie. <laughs> I'm in charge. I wish. No. <laughs> <laughs> I need an adult. Wait, I am an adult. Oh, no. <laughs> ah. But we have officially crossed the spoiler wall. If you haven't seen this, you know, almost 20s. Don't do the 20s. math. Just say old movie. Old Let's movie. Move old movie. Old I, movie. I wanted to watch him do the math. <laughs> I was trying to do the subtraction and the addition at the same time. 27 years. Yeah, I was going to say 27 years is where I was going to land. Sure it was. (laughs) Andrew, like this 40-year-old. Wait, hold on. (laughs) 50 years? Let me take my shoes off. 10 (laughs) years? Just keep bracketing it. We'll get there. (laughs) All right. Well, before we jump into the breakdown, how about a little trivia? Trivia. I bet there's a lot of trivia for this movie. So, Sean Connery... Right, mm-hmm. I already mentioned pre-spoiler. He also was a producer. I actually did not know. that. I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't either. Uh, so he insisted that the production build him a cabin on Alcatraz. Incredible! Instead what? of having to travel from the mainland to the island every day for filming, <laughs> he was literally just like, "Build me an old man shack out here because I'm not getting on the boat again." 
That feels like that's such a Sean Connery thing. But right? you're so cut off from like there's no restaurants. He doesn't on. care. He doesn't. Well, they're being catered. So actually, Michael Bay actually oh, yeah. said how weird it was to eat their meals, mm-hmm. like in, in the prison, prison cells. Mess hall. Where, yeah. Well, like in the cells, in the cell, like literally where people just like basically lost their lives while right. he said they're eating steak and lobster because that was <laughs> catered that day. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there was also, apparently, go figure, lots of tension between Michael Bay and studio executives no. on the content and direction of the film. <laughs> Michael, our note is that it's a little too bro-y. So How does was, that feel? Sure. Are, I'm curious of what the, what the friction was. Well, so part of it was the car chase through uh, San, Francisco. San Francisco, which I think actually was shot in L.A., but I'm not positive. Don't quote me on that. That or Vancouver. They No, I think it was L.A. But they had to, you know, shut down blocks and stuff to do this. Uh-huh. And, like, Michael Bay was trying to do, like, oh, that's not not, not great. We're going to do some reshoots. So he was like, we had to get thousands of signatures to be able to go through this. And then he got in trouble with the studio because they're like, why are we redoing this? Why are we going right. back? Well, so he had a meeting with studio where they were going to ream him out, basically. Uh-huh. And he just happened to bump into Sean Connery. And... Sir Sean Connery was like, Wait, you want me to come along? He's like, yeah, sure, that'd be great. So Michael Bay walked into Golly the movie. Golly gee, Mr. Connery, yeah, could you like, come with like, me into the principal's office? Like, <laughs> Michael Bay walks into the meeting, and then here comes Sean Connery following him, and he says that all the executives' jaws, like, dropped. And apparently, like... <laughs> he puts a cigar out in one of their hands. Yeah! Like, <laughs> it's like, now listen here. Let's fill these notes. <laughs> He's doing a fine job. Uh, but yeah, he basically said... <laughs> Mark is doing great. What? Michael is doing great. <laughs> yeah, he, he basically went to bat for him and got them to leave him alone. Wow. Which, granted, like, if you have, like, a, a career in movie, For better or for like, worse. Sean Connery walked through the room and was like, hey, he's doing great. Leave him alone. I was like, oh, today's a gold star day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Alcatraz was still open to the public while the film was being shot. Hmm. So there was just the, just tourists could just see filming. That's cool. As part of, like, the, like, it was, like as part of the tour. Like, the annoying tour yeah. guys. Like, and over here, and on filming the left. some kind of action film. We need to step behind the blast zone real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but although apparently there was uh, like a government shutdown in 95 that because it's part of the national parks mm-hmm. meant it was mm. cut off. So they were able to film. Oh, so they're, yeah, there, so, yeah. 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 Uh, so several going for the realism. Uh, oh, the realism. The realism. No, no, this, the it's realism. The documentary. There, there's no minecart tracks under I Alcatraz. Thought, unless. You don't know that. You You've don't been know there. That. Did you build it? I escaped from it in 1962. <laughs> Calm down, Sean. Uh, so the studio, again, really wanted this just to be shot in L.A., like on, on a yeah. set, mm-hmm. and just get some exterior shots of Alcatraz, yeah. um, which Michael Bay absolutely refused to do. Good job, Michael Bay. Yeah. Get okay. him, Mike. He insisted to shoot on location in Alcatraz because, and I quote, I got to shoot on this island because this island is effing b- Oh my god! I picture him like he takes his aviators off. He sprays some cologne on real fast before he says it. (laughs) Wow, it's a great island. I saw that quote and I was like, "You actually like a real an adult." (laughs) This fits exactly with he is a twelve year old with a camera. Look up Michael Bay's IMDb photo. And think of that quote while looking at that picture, and it will help. It will explain yeah. a lot. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, so several of the Navy SEALs are actually played by real 
Navy SEALs. Oh, that's cool. Which is that an is cool. interesting piece. Again, going into like the, it was kind of weird because it's like, boy, this is really unrealistic. It's like at the same time, they went really hard on like getting kind of realistic here. I, I don't know. I actually felt the the interactions between all of the military people. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel unrealistic the at military all. Men. Military men. Military yeah. men. <laughs> Did it right, The, the good, good camo man. The good, good camo the boys. Good, the boys. Uh, so, so speaking of. How does that get you every time? Oh, no. That's silly. This is, this is the episode where we kill Andrew. Uh, so speaking of that, uh, mm-hmm. that interaction, right? Mm-hmm. So Michael, I'm going to mispronounce his last name. Bean? Bane, I think it's called. Bane, is that how it's? It's B-I-E. He's Reese from Terminator. Yeah. yeah, he's so in he, Aliens. He's played a Navy SEAL or some variation thereof on multiple occasions. I think he was in the movie Navy SEAL. He was, Charlie yes, Sheen. he was. Uh, so he became really unsure of himself and his acting while like giving orders to actual Navy SEALs. Dude, you've, you've played eight SEALs at this point and yeah. you've been typecast. Just lean into it. Yeah. You're good. He was like, I have to like give this whole speech in front of actual SEALs and I feel like a putz. And oh, then yeah. also Probably Sean Connery off just... Off camera going putz. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that was a great scene. It too. is too, yeah. yeah. But then also, he also apparently was like really intimidated just by Sean Connery I mean, in general. I would be intimidated like, by kind Sean of Connery. As well, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he walked out. I was like, so uh, Mikey... You got a meeting, huh? You want some? I can come to support. Yeah. Uh, so leaning into the this is a Bond film, when Stanley Goodspeed introduces himself to John Mason, John replies, "But of course you are." This is exactly the same line he used when he meets Plenty O'Toole in Diamonds Are Forever. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Ryan, I I still I see the connections. I don't I don't subscribe to this theory like you guys do. So along with you can be wrong. Okay. <laughs> along with I just refuse to believe Michael Bay did anything that <laughs> Along with yes. 1999's Entrapment, mm-hmm. this was Sean Connery's favorite film he made in the 90s. I know why he liked Entrapment. I mean, sure. everyone knows why he liked yeah. Entrapment. I'm not positive why he liked this one because <laughs> Nicolas Cage for the well, that's actually why he signed on because Nicolas Cage was already signed on. He's like, oh, I want to, I want to work a movie with him. him. Yeah. I want to work. With I wonder what that man. experience was like. <laughs> The American funny man. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, Sean Connery insisted the water when they do their underwater scenes, like Mm -hmm. when they pop up underneath Mm -hmm. Alcatraz, was heated. It it needs to be 80 degrees. 90. 90. 90 degrees? He's an old man at this point. It's got to be real warm. My bones. He's cold. (laughs) So the whole cast came down with the stomach flu. And one of the the doctor pointed to yeah because you heated the water amoeba. you made it you made it an incubator. <laughs> My gosh, brain eating, eating amoebas. Uh, okay, one or two last little bits here. So the guy right. whose car is stolen by Connery mm-hmm. is the same guy whose car is stolen by Ed Harris in National Treasure: Book of Secrets. Going into Andrew's pet theory. Wow, I told it's you all it's connected. all connected. In National Treasure's Book of Secrets, does he go not again? <laughs> that would be crazy. All right, so final final trivia. To, mm-hmm. to get us into spectacle, because yep. this is a, a thing that I watched. It's going, hmm, I wonder where they got this from. Most of the scenes involving F-18s are just stock footage of the Blue Angels flying. And okay. I definitely looked like that. Sure did, because I was like, boy, they're doing a bombing run. They're, they're real really close to close. each other. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that, too, when they were coming over the bridge. I was like, there's barely any room on the wing. That feels very, like, unnecessarily <laughs> pointless here. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get where the director's like, I got to have everybody in frame. And they're like, yo, it's not normal for us. But he's just like, look, just give me some clips of the Blue Angels. <laughs> Michael Bay takes his sunglasses off. Just fly it as close as you can, baby. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's get into some spectacle. Yes. Give me some opinions, boys. Man, it's a Michael Bay movie. Um, 
I think to me, with, with the exception of the absolutely excessive shaky camera, especially during that chase scene where at one point somebody Dude, just I takes that camera and no <laughs> idea what's going on for the vast majority of the car chase. Yeah. Like with the exception of like the shaky cam, I do think there are a lot of filmmaking techniques on display here that are good for action movies. Like Michael Bay definitely for the mid nineties was like cutting his teeth on this movie again with that slow-mo 360 mm-hmm. pan that he would use in like every bad boys, bad boys film, too. like every transformers, every, every movie, film, yeah. everything. It's just, it's just the Michael Bay move. It's his shot now. Yeah. yeah. Like this is the one where I remember it. And, mm-hmm. and also bad boys, I, I guess I didn't remember. I remember it from bad boys. Yeah. And they did this. Like, oh God, there it is. <laughs> there yeah. it is. And the Nicholas cage. It's that's not, not my, my car. 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 No, what, yeah. why? Why is this this line? <laughs> because it, it, it doesn't matter. The content makes <sighs> no difference. Yeah. For Michael Bay, he just wants the shot. Yeah. You know, given Ed Harris's complaints, I wonder how many times he did that shot with different scenes, and this is the one that got kept. Right? There's like a, a clip, like where they're stealing the nerve gas, and Francis Hummel is like, "We only need sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> That's the pay. Like, you know, like, I don't know. Like, how many times do they shoot that that yeah. angle? I mean, for for me, like the editing is a bit much. The 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 quick cuts. It's mm-hmm. like he gets exhausting. A lot of the time, um, I feel like the aesthetics are good. Like the the costume design is good. That shooting it on Alcatraz was huge. It makes that a big was difference. A big difference there. It helped a lot. Um, I think the explosions are great. Like obviously, it's a Michael Bay movie. He knows how to make explosions mm-hmm. great. <laughs> but we're we're also in that time period where like they didn't quite have. CG explosions. They weren't adding well, a bunch of CG. Well, and that's yeah. You know. That's the thing. Is like again, if you made this movie now, right, it would be like with the same like I'll say like caliber of of like yeah, production, production. Um, enthusiasm, right. You wouldn't. It wouldn't be as good because not no. everything is as tactile as right. just real explosions on yeah. Alcatraz. Like, and I, I do think from from like the 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 spectacle of like the setup and the payoff of a lot of the action scenes, they do a really good job of like visually helping you stay grounded in some of the scenes because there are so many cuts and there are mm-hmm. so many whip pans around. There's a lot of like, okay, here's the nerve gas. I'm putting it here in this grate. Yep. Here's this single, you know, like... Uh, Thing I'm putting it in my it. pocket. Yeah, like th- they do a lot of that that visually helps you not get too lost with all the shaky camera and stuff. So like for what it's worth, as, as chaotic as some of the action scenes can be in a Michael Bay movie, if this movie at least, he does a good job of, of giving you the breadcrumbs throughout it to keep you from being just completely yeah, overwhelmed, yeah. you know. What so, about yeah, you? so speaking of the whole, like, oh. it's in the 90s, you can't CGI explosions. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they do the explosion where uh, Cage and Connery go underwater and the explosion goes over them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they actually put Cage and Connery at the end of a tunnel with an explosion coming at them. Like Michael Bay, like talked them into being there. <laughs> yeah, and it's doing fine. The, it's fine. You go underwater. Like they had safety divers just out of frame. It's like you'll but, be fine. But at the same time, yeah. what the heck, man? Yeah. Well, what are you a weenie? There's water there. Just jump in. <laughs> Let's get in there. It's plenty as, he's, as he's wiping off his aviators. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and lighting a cigarette off his aviator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, like I thought that uh, this is very much a proto version of a lot of Michael Bay kind of um, things that he picks up. Bayisms. Bayisms, yeah. Um, But yeah, like this is very much the proto version of a lot of those. Yeah. So they're still kind of rough around the edges, which I like. Well, I would say in some respects with some of the Bayisms, they're better at this stage because they become a wore out like pastiche of like what he. Of what it was. Yeah. Yeah. 
Whereas like, this, it still feels mm-hmm. like well, like new. so, like you have the big hero shot at the end whenever oh the um, flares, yeah, good yeah. speed is holding the flares, and then the the F 18s go over him, and like yeah. it's a fantastic shot. It is, it, yeah. I mean, it is. But like it's one of those things where like they do that. He does that later on in other films where it just doesn't right. have the same impact because like you have like this this good lead up to it, and then just like it's. It's great. Well, like for me, and this is, you know, I haven't watched every single Michael Bay movie or anything. I've seen a lot of his stuff. It feels to me like later in his career, he ran out of ideas and he just starts yeah. cribbing from himself mm-hmm. a little too he hard quite instead of coming up with like new stuff. It's like, Hey, remember that one scene I did? He does it again. You know what I mean? It's like, he's like, come up with something new guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so will like the, the one thing that just absolutely bothers me every time I watch this movie is mm-hmm. There's nothing under Alcatraz. There's not like this massive like furnace kind of like room and this mine cart thing. It it's feel, Temple of Doom underneath Yeah, no, there. it feels like he watched Temple Spielberg of Doom and he was like, like showed up and was I like, hey. want that in my movie. Yeah. And we're going to make it. But it's like, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, Alcatraz. I'm not going to lie. As a kid, I thought that did exist under Alcatraz. It does. Because I thought they shot it on Alcatraz and it's got to be there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, I also, I love how, like, so Michael Bay is quoted as saying, there's a major logic flaw in the movie. Why are the boilers working on the rock when this island hasn't been used for years? That is a good and question. Then he answers his own question saying, screw it, it's entertaining, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, like, these these quotes, I got to say, these quotes are such an insight into how Michael Bay's mind works. It's oh, yeah. it so matter. much about his films. It has nothing to do with context, everything to do with impact. Style over the substance. The island is just awesome. Yeah. Like, But, like, actually, I really like the shootout in the shower room. Which I think is oh, really yeah. really good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, including like a fantastic like little bit of performance well, there. It's, it's very mm-hmm. good characterization too, mm-hmm. because again we're getting into more plot or whatever else. But because it's not an intentional shootout, it's it's yeah. a mistake, it's right? A mistake. Like Hummel is trying to avoid this, like just mm-hmm. lay your weapons down. We're not going to kill you, you know, blah yeah. blah blah. blah. Yeah. And it goes wrong. I think well, too. I wanted to shout out the er, early in the the movie when they steal the the VX nerve gas and the one guy gets exposed to it, like the practical ooh, effects. Yeah, oh skin. yeah, like woo. That does a really good job of like, okay, this stuff is bad news, mm-hmm, you know. Yeah. Like, but well, the, the the effects they used there were like really good and didn't see didn't look like fake. They didn't look no, like I cheesy. Was, that was some serious. Yeah. Like, wow, this dude is dead. Yeah. So the captain um, Fry. At the end, whenever he gets the the, the stuffed in his mouth, yeah, stuffed yeah. in his mouth, um, that is just, like it's one of those pieces where like you, we've already seen what it does from mm-hmm. the example at the beginning, and yeah. you know that it's going to happen here, and it is just like oh, it's just absolutely terrifying just to think about what right that would do, and they do such a fantastic job with like the makeup and the way that it looks, mm-hmm. where you're just like this is horrifying. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, those effects are terrifying. Like, if you wanted a real mm-hmm. understanding of, like, hey, this is how bad <laughs> this is. is they hit you. They hit you early with it, and they hit you with it later. Mm-hmm. And it really you know, drives home, like, when he's diffusing everything and taking it out, and he has to pull the whole thing out, like, how risky. Because you've already seen what happens when one just rolls off yeah. and bumps something, right? It does. Now, I will say, though, the opening scene does make it feel like those little balls are incredibly fragile. fragile yeah. And then yeah. it feels like he takes a lot of liberty with just putting it in his pocket for, you know, a good, like, scuffle. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what, what are your thoughts on spectacle, Stephen? Uh, I mean, the Blue Angel thing was was super obvious. Yeah, what but, is going on here? I mean, when when you are familiar with the Blue Angels, I'm like, those are just Blue Angels. Well, I was just like, well, no, there's no way that Michael Bay is just like 
Yeah, they can fly as close. Or like the insurance, like they can fly as close as they want to. It's like either they literally hired the Blue Angels for this, unlikely, or they're just like stock footage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, I mean, you know, they had budget issues, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the whole minecart sequence was supposed to be actual Temple of Doom, but with the suspended minecarts, they just ran out of budget for it. Mm. <laughs> so, wow. so that was supposed, they were going to have that. Oh, and wow. they couldn't do it. Um, so, I mean, what we got was fine. Though. That was like, fine. It was the, the dynamics of it. Totally dude burned alive. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple of people thrown down a hole, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the gunfights I thought were pretty good. And like the, the, yeah. the shootout at the end between the general and basically the other, the two captains. And oh yeah. Like I thought that was actually really, really good. Yeah. Well, I yeah. also like the, the, when they go for the Do first you mean this sidearm captain, <laughs> <laughs> but like they go for the first rocket. Yeah. And he's like, knocks the drawer out of the desk to shoot through uh-huh. like shoots the guy's feet to bring him oh, down yeah. like yeah. i like that's pretty well done well uh, i like whenever he he walks in i guess a harpoon gun or whatever mm-hmm. um and uh, he shoots the first guy and he's like you never hesitate oh yeah yeah oh i thought he threw a knife or maybe it was a knife I think yeah, yeah it's a knife yeah, yeah. but it has but the like, thud. But like the dude yeah. the dude has hesitation about what's going on he just nails him with it like, you never hesitate yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean something I, James Bond would do. Oh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move forward here. Okay, how we feel about this performance? I thought Ed Harris killed it. Ed, Ed Harris, Harris kills it in everything he's in. Let's be I honest. Know. The guy rips in Truman Show. He's great in Apollo thirteen. He's great everywhere. In this movie specifically, though, like he does such a good job of making you like sympathize with his character. Mm-hmm. Like there really isn't an antagonist almost in the movie until like the back when you see like the, it becomes the captains the, really. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're, like they're the radicals. Well, they're, they're almost just out here for the, here for the blood. Yeah. And the money. Mm-hmm. And whereas he had a, a reason. A like, re- yeah. If like anything, the, FBI director Womack is like the bad guy, mm-hmm. you know, cause you, you see him rip up the, the pardon for, well, he's, uh, he's certainly a sleaze bag. He's not right. what you would expect out From of an, an FBI, a, FBI director or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. Classic Hoover over here. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I thought Ed Harris did great though. Mm-hmm. Kills um, it. That that scene at the front where he's like, you know, talking to his wife's grave and oh like, yeah, there's just the so rain, much. Puts his medal on there. Yeah, every single time he calls the Pentagon and just like gives them no quarter the business. No, like <laughs> I'm like yes, Ed well, Harris. And, and just the way he interacts with all of the mercenaries and everything, like yeah, he just he has such a commanding presence that it really drives home that like. He he's not trying. He's not like this radical dude. He's trying to actually like, like get justice for yeah. the people like that his, served his under own him. Sense of honor. Yeah, kind of yeah. which yeah. And obviously it's misguided. It's because, misguided. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But at, you know that's kind of like the point is that like he's been driven to this point to where and the, we're getting the plot at this point. But I mean, like he just does. He delivers it so well. Yeah, for which you know the rest of the film, you know, then you have like Nicolas Cage who talks about Zeus's butthole and just some other an, like an, random an improvised line. Yeah, oh, definitely Shocker. an improvised yeah. line, and it's just like, man, for for me, I don't mind Nicolas Cage in this movie, but I would never say he does an amazing performance because I, I do feel like there are Nicolas Cage performances in movies both before and after this where he does better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This does feel like he was given not a lot of direction and was kind of given free reign to like just kind of experiment. Do it. Crazy, yeah. Yeah. And it feels like he experimented differently in different scenes and Michael Bay just like picked different mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah so it's it almost does tonally shift quite a bit. Yeah, the it, character feels all over the place. It feels like it's almost the editor's fault and Michael Bay's fault for not 
putting him in a lane mm-hmm. and saying like, here's your, you know, your thing. Cause there are some scenes where Nicholas Cage does great. Like, yeah. And he is very much like, you know, well the, the scene, whenever he's playing the guitar and his girlfriend comes in, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. 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 So I think a lot of that is like good. And then like some of the, the more like manic scenes he has, again, some of them work, some of them don't. That's mm-hmm. where I feel like it's probably just kind of random chance. Sean Connery does pretty good. I think I mean, he's fine. I think he's, he's fine. He's, he's just my, my complaint with Sean Connery is always just like he's just Sean Connery and everything. You know, like he doesn't really have a ton of range in terms of, you know, he's just he's just he's Sean just Connery. Sean Connery. But his his acting matches Mason mm-hmm. and it is he's a fun character to watch character. on screen. It's almost yeah. like he matches James Bond. See, you gotta stop. <laughs> No, no, I'm not going to stop. Actually, I also the, refuse to stop. This horse is dead, and we're just beating it to no, death. the horse is dead for you, sir. <laughs> no, the, horse is, the horse is alive, and we are galloping. <laughs> he doesn't act like James Bond at all in this movie. That is incorrect. What? Have he you just, seen a James Bond film with Sean Connery? He doesn't act it? very suave. He's just kind of like... He meets, he meets his daughter from a one-night stand after a Led Zeppelin concert. Yeah. That's, that's suave. That's, <laughs> Come on, that's pretty Bond to me. He came to America, time to enjoy America. <laughs> what is this hippie music? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, performances. Anybody got anything else? I mean, it's it's tough just because ultimately Ed Harris kind of dominates. He kind of steals yeah. the yeah. show. I I did like Tony Todd. Tony um, Todd's he, always yeah, he good. Was, he was a good because like at the beginning, you you know like they they get introduced as you know, just, you know, mercenaries or whatever, ex-Marines. Mm-hmm. And then, like, towards, like, you kind of see the turn of him just be like, oh, this guy doesn't, he's not going to kill people. I'm, yeah. Right, like, yeah. I'm, like, and he he delivers it really well. I, I always like him as a kid. Well, I think David Morse and William Forsyth, too, who plays his, Hummel's number two and the West Coast uh, FBI guy. Yeah. Guy mm-hmm. with the mustache. Mm-hmm. They are two character actors that anytime I see him in something, I know they're going to do good. Yeah. Like, they both... Good you know, the do whole, a really good the job. Whole bit with Mason with the quarter, like here's a quarter, call your lawyer or whatever. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That that was a good little scene. The I also like David Morse. Um, he's the um, the, the major, major, major yeah. Baxter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The second in command. The like, and this is more of a plot thing, but it does bother me that he turns on Hummel. Kind of. I don't know. And then unturns. Me. Yeah, and then unturn. Yeah, it's really yeah, weird. It's, it's yeah. weird. <laughs> that is an odd sequence. Um, but I think he plays it well. Oh, he you know does. what I mean? Like he in that scene, yeah, he makes it work. Yeah. I think I really like the kind of our bit parts, the the, the borderline uncredited uh, mercenaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our, our Raymond Cruz, John McGinley. Yeah, McGinley. Uh, that whole like squad is mostly because they're immediately recognizable and they all have kind of their own traits without mm-hmm. them having to like introduce their names. You don't have to know who they are. Yeah, yeah. You have like a, an easily like and and the. Uh, Danny uh, Nucci, who plays the Lieutenant Shepard, the one who's not in the the room when they all get shot and then goes up anyways. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he, He's got that distinctive face, and you've already seen him have interactions with Nicolas Cage back at HQ, so like you know him a yeah. little bit. And like you're saying, like you don't have to reintroduce all these people. Yeah, yeah like, like you don't hey, really, it's that guy. You don't you really know. have to know their names. <laughs> you just know what their role is just kind of how, by how distinct they all are as a character. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good one, a good setup of casting but also they all do a good job of, of representing their character yeah uh but yeah i mean we can, we can move on here uh i want to talk about some score sure let's talk about the score some Hans zimmer 
Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> this, this music's mostly forgettable. It's just very it 90s action. It now, is. I pro- maybe just because I've, I've watched the movie enough, I could probably recognize like the, one of the main like tracks as The Rock. I got to say, yeah. like the bit we use for the ad break uh, has got an awful lot of golden eye to it. It does. It does. It's like shocking how close it is. There, there are like a few songs that like hit during this movie that I hear that I'm like, I think I've heard that in something else. Like you have that feeling of mm-hmm. like, did Michael Bay use this again in Bad Boys Two? Or did like, <laughs> you know, you have that like deja vu of like, I remember this, but am I remembering this specific song or just these songs mm-hmm. that blanketed the mid '90s action movies? You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty generic. It is uh, ultimately. It is, and like so, I'm trying to figure. out. So, did Hans Zimmer like work on the music as well as like other people? Well, so there was uh, another credit for the music of uh, Nick Glennie Smith. Nick Glennie Smith. Okay. And then you mentioned too when you were pulling up that there was a third. So on Spotify, man. Harry Gregson Williams also pops up on a lot of these. Yeah. So like, I don't. I don't totally know, you know, the, the situation here at the music. Uh, it, I I have to say though, it, it would kind of surprise me a little bit to see Hans Zimmer be yeah. like second fiddle or something in this. But this was early. Maybe it was early enough. Yeah. yeah. Or he just wasn't interested that much. He was yeah. brought in late or something. I maybe. don't know. He, yeah. Maybe he was like, we need you to punch up this. Yeah. And we need this, a little or... extra. We need a little oomph. Yeah. yeah. But I, to me, at least, I hear a lot of the Harry Gregson Williams like fingerprint on some of this stuff. So it's weird that he's not credited on IMDb. The like the Metal Gear Solid music, the doom, mm. you know, like the <laughs> the added like you know digital drums inside of the orchestration kind of type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's 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 fine. That's it's serviceable. Fine. It's not anything it to works. like write home about. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of like with the performances, right? Like there's one or two standouts, and the rest of it just kind of it works. It works. It makes yeah. the film flow. That's mm-hmm. not not what we're really here for. Yeah. Plot. Okay. Plot. plot. Sure. Plot. Let's oh, go. Boy. Well, I already mentioned the one plot hole that our director pointed out for us. Of why is this stuff under alcohol still working? <laughs> right. It doesn't make sense. I uh, mean, you know, you, that's kind of like a little hand wavy because you could say that like the, the, they, the they restarted, the they guys, turned everything yeah. back on. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. yeah. You, you could easily. Yeah. You could definitely. There's no reason that. why it would still work for after being off for, you know, 40 years. They just don't build them the like ocean. that anymore. <laughs> it's just an island in the ocean. Let me tell you, saltwater. Yeah. yeah you know, it's, it protects, right? I, I do think that like the, the overall plot, like the idea is a great concept for an good, action yeah. movie. Yeah. You know, like, this, especially the idea of again, especially coming out of the '80s and the early '90s. This is not like a war crazed general. This is not like a dude that's finally snapped. He just wants and, justice for his men. Yeah, yeah, like he has a very noble, you know, like cause at least, mm-hmm. as misguided as he is. And then the idea of like we're gonna hold up on Al- Alcatraz and take San Francisco hostage is just like, wow. Like to me, that's that's a very interesting, mm-hmm. you know, like setup or whatever. Well, it's um, interesting too because like you look at Hummel as a character, right? Yeah. And the the first sequence with him where he talks to his dead wife and he puts his medal of honor right on mm-hmm. the thing, and when you read stories about a lot of medal of honor recipients, there's a lot of survivor's guilt because typically sure. it's given in a really mm-hmm. terrible situation, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of what he is dealing with here. Is he like he got this, all this recognition, mm-hmm. but like he's still fighting for the people who died. Yeah, who were Beside left out him. to drive. And didn't by even get like a military yeah. funeral. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't they get didn't a military get the burial. Yeah. They didn't get like their families didn't get the benefits. They're basically disavowed mm-hmm. in the process. Yeah. Well, and they it does such a good job of making you empathize with him mm-hmm. and being like, is he wrong? 
I mean, like, he's wrong for, you know, like, taking hostages and sure. obviously, like, like he's stealing. Going, he's going a pretty f- couple bridges far here on yeah. it, but, like, kind of radical mo- motion here. But, like, does he have a point? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I also like, too, that he, like, at the end, like, he is not a killer. He's not trying to murder, you know, San Francisco or the yeah, hostages yeah, he, or anything like that. He refuses right. to murder half of San Fran with the yeah. first missile launch or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's those kind of things. And I like that characterization of him because he's not the bad, I mean, he's the bad guy, but he's not the bad guy of the final part of the story, right. which it's these radicalized guys that just want destruction mm-hmm. and yeah, money. And I think and from the, the plot perspective though, that, that transition from it's a little him to them is, is kind of abrupt. And we, we haven't been given enough, enough yeah. with Tony Todd and uh, what's the guy's name? Forsyth? Forsyth. Forsyth. Gregory Sporletter. Oh, sorry. Bless yeah. him. Um, <laughs> the, with those two guys throughout <laughs> to like know that they're definitely evil, yeah. they kind of make this turn where like the, the Fry, Captain Fry, has like a real like – Come on, come on, let's let's bomb them like moment mm-hmm. towards the end where you're like, okay, kid, calm down. Like, what? Yeah, what's going on here? Easy yeah. there, guy. <laughs> and it's like I feel like if there had been more scenes where they're they're having either conversations or you see scenes with them where Hummel's not privy to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you the the audience is clued in that these dudes are bad. Watch out. Like yeah. th- then it like makes more more of a transitional sense when towards the end. It's not that it's bad. It's just kind of clunky. It just kind of mm-hmm. happens. And now all of a sudden you're kind of like from the plot perspective, having whiplash of like, Oh now these are the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. I know nothing about them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't even yeah. know their names. I went from knowing Hummel mm-hmm. intimately to yeah. now like, Oh my. Oh yeah. The guy that played candy man <laughs> and this other dude, you know? like Yeah. Yeah. Very intimately. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, to me, the other plot thing that um, I didn't really catch until this viewing was it like, because you kind of sympathize with Hummel and his men early on, when Nicholas Cage and Sean Connery are killing these dudes in the early, and they're <laughs> they're killing them badly for him. Yeah, like I'm all of a sudden I'm going like, now hold on, these these are like decent guys. Like <laughs> these aren't dirtbags, but they're they're in traditional action movie you know form. They're Henshin dropping these guys, guys like yeah. nothing. You know, they're just going yeah. through them, and you're watching all these guys get blown up and like the knife in the neck and stuff, and you're going, I don't know, these guys were kind of okay. And then <laughs> later at the end, after the, the twist and, yeah, 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 and like, you're like, well, those guys need to like, die. Yeah, they deserve yeah, it. Blow yeah. them up. Like, but early get, in the movie, shot by a rocket. Right, yeah. <laughs> Launched out into the bay. Yeah. What a what a weird uh, like line from Nicholas Cage. Do you listen to Elton John? And he's like, what? No. You're the rocket man. And even the guy's like, I mean, that's kind of lame. And like, <laughs> at least on his face, Tony Todd's like, I don't know. We're going to take another run at that, Michael. Bow! And the rocket takes him. <laughs> like, wow, what a crappy, lame line. Oh! Yeah, and he just gets skewered on top of a pole. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, like, make sure, like, emphatically, he's dead. He's 100% dead. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, they, they have, a, like, a honestly, like, all the deaths in this movie are, like, brutal. They are, yeah. Which is, like, you feel, like, you don't really, th- whenever I think of The Rock, I don't think of, like, oh, man, the deaths in this are so, like, So wild. heinous and wild. Yeah, yeah, but, like, after watching it, I'm like, man, this is, like, pretty graphic. It really is. Like, yeah. like the first early, like, with the first rocket, where, like, I don't know, it's like the air conditioning unit falls on oh, the dude. Oh, yeah. And he's, like, trying to defuse it, and the dude's feet are twitching. And she's <laughs> like, is that is that something that dead bodies do? Do you want me to stop right. it? Because I can't kill them again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. An- another great, um, a great little, like, interaction between uh-huh. Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage. And there are some good ones. In yeah, there. there are. 
There are other lines where you're like, well, that was clunky. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of like, there was anything else in the movie beyond just the fact that like people have selective hearing, like you could definitely hear gunshots anywhere on Alcatraz. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And they're just like, you need to check in. I was like, dude, they had a firefight like 20 minutes ago. You know, like there are bullets flying a hundred feet that way. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, Alcatraz is a big island, but it's not. A big island. They're firing. It's a big island. They're not on each other in a hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, San Fran, everybody on the Golden Gate Bridge could hear that. Like, yeah. Right. It's all concrete walls just echoing. Could you imagine how loud? Like, also, there's nothing going on. It's not like they're watching TV and like got a radio going. It's just pow, 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 you know, like echoing through the most silent prison on earth. But can you imagine how (laughs) deaf everyone is from the shower ambush scene? Oh, Oh, gosh. Yeah. All those guns going off. That is a confined space. They should have ended that scene with everybody going, what? What? What?" (laughs) Blood coming out of their ears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I do like that that point in the plot, too, where it's like you, you see the government trying to figure out every angle you know, mm-hmm. again, in terms of like setup and payoff, it actually does a pretty good job of like they're talking about the thermite plasma, mm. um, you know, whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> and Bernie munitions. Yeah. <laughs> and they're know. talking about, you know, like the what options do we have? OK, mm-hmm. let's do this. We have this infiltration. They, they've kind of set up a lot of that stuff and then they follow through with a lot of it. So yeah. it's it's you, you don't get to the end and. They're just like, now we have a thermite bomb. It's like they've been mentioning it the whole way yeah. through. you know. Although, again, watching this from a, a modern perspective, mm-hmm. again, back at the 90s, they're like, we demand $100 million. Yeah, okay, get off the island. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, whatever, dude, don't kill San Fran. Get off the island. Yeah, yeah. no problem. We'll yeah. ship you to Costa Rica, whatever. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> We're actually losing money if we don't pay you somehow. I don't know. <laughs> the Pentagon accounting is just all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> the, CIA, the CIA is like, yeah, we can afford that. Really? Yeah, just we'll skip a lunch. We just won't overthrow one tiny government somewhere. It's we'll we'll yeah. leave Nicaragua be this time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Entertainment. Entertainment. I mean, I, I was entertained. It's, yeah, it's, it's Michael fun. Bay. It was, I mean, again... I'm I'm entertained like on all levels here, right? Either it's good and entertaining, or it's uh what entertaining? Yeah, yeah, right? There's no right. in between here because there, there are some ridiculous stuff. Like whenever the um, the actual airstrike happens, oh, there's just a and huge Nick Cage bomb. just like you just see like a like a still frame of Nick Cage just like rolling, tumbling, and, oh, yeah. tumbling and stuff, and you're just like, what is happening right well, now? Also, his whole like <laughs> light the fuses pose. And when the jets go by, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, was it iconic 9-6? Sure. At this point, though, it's just like, wow, all people, actual adults, are like, this is gold. I mean, yeah. it looks pretty cool. It, it does. does. Again, style over substance. That's the yeah. Bay way. So I think probably one of my favorite parts of the film <laughs> is um, when Hummel is dressing down the um, – uh, the thirty-year-old government eight, yeah. eight or whatever. Yeah. How old are you, son? Thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like just don't answer. Just walk out of the room yeah. when he says that. Get yeah. out of there, guy. Some hardened war general. How old are you, son? It's like, Not old enough for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just uh, exit the room. <laughs> but yeah, I I love just that. It, pretty much all of his interactions with the Pentagon. Oh yeah, they're gold. Yeah, they're absolute gold. Ed Harris, you know. He's yeah, just, it's just Ed Harris. He's yeah. killing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? Again, I was entertained. I, yeah. I think the the action, again, with the exception of the shaky cam, which gets to be a lot in some of the scenes. It's a bit. Well, um, with, especially with all the quick cuts. 
it yeah. can be that, pretty overwhelming. I think it that's is. really what got me. It, I didn't even realize they were shaky cam. I just assumed it was like cut, 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 cut. And he was only moving the camera like a foot each time he cut. No, it's, you it's know? especially when they're in the chase scene and it's the, the FBI, uh, the guy, the um, uh, Paxton. West mm-hmm. Coast dude. And he's in like, uh, I'm not sure what vehicle he's in because, again, we don't, I don't think ever. They don't really tell you. Really tell you. But it's him and another guy, and someone has just got their hand on the back of the tripod and is just shaking it back and <laughs> forth like a paint mixer. And he's just like, I can't keep sense of what we're doing. And it, it looks like it was shot on a movie lot. Like, they're not even moving. Yeah. And someone is just, like, shaking the camera as hard as they can. And it was like, he's just They're wow. out in the parking lot. He's just sitting in his car. So yeah, that's what it was like. They were like, let's just go out back. And Michael Bay lights his cigarette, puts his aviators on, and just starts shaking a tripod back and forth <laughs> as hard as he can. I'm sure this will work. Yeah, but I I think it's 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 one of those guilty pleasure movies for me. Like it it's I would never go so far as to be like, this is a great movie. You have yeah. to watch this. But if you're watching a bunch of nineties action movies, like if you're on you a marathon, definitely put this on. Yeah, or if you've never experienced the glory of like nineties action movies and you're watching like Speed and Demolition mm-hmm. Man, you're watching you have to watch The Rock as part of that to me. Like yeah. it, it fits in that pantheon of, of mid nineties action movies to me, like perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Steven, are you entertained? Uh, I mean, again, you know, re- reasonably well enough. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it grates on you after a while. Uh, you got to be in the mood for Michael Bay. Well, honestly, like, for the sure. movie feels incredibly long. It does. I, I do feel that there's, there's a lot of gunfights that happen in the, the last three qu- or quarter mm-hmm. that probably could have been trimmed down or just removed to make it a little bit more tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, it's, it's 27 years old. We can't go back and fix it now. So, yeah. Genie's out of the bottle. Or can now. we? <laughs> we oh, have Lord. the technology. Oh. The undirector's cut. Yeah. <laughs> Do like Topher Grace, where he like re edited all the prequels or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go back and I'll re edit The Rock. The cuts will not be two seconds each. It's just a clip in there from like Bad Boys 2. Just throw it in. <laughs> in the middle of the car chase. We're in Miami now. We're in San Fran. Yeah. All right. Well, it does sound like we're winding down here. Yeah. Yeah. So one last step before we get off this island, we gotta promote <laughs> oh the Patreon. We do. Yeah. For just one dollar, you can one help support the show, show us your love, help us keep these lights on, pay those hosting fees, and what do you get for that? Well, you get access to all of our bonus episodes, lots of them, all yeah. of our commentaries. Mm-hmm. You can participate in. Patreon pick polls yeah. like the one that produced or caused this episode to exist. <laughs> yeah, a huge shout out to all the patrons that voted in this poll. And uh, yeah, like if you want to shift and like guide the future of this podcast and force us to watch something, get in there when we have a Patreon picks poll and definitely vote. Yeah, if you heard that this could have been true lies and you're like, oh, you <laughs> could have changed. You the vote could have changed just it just for a dollar. Yeah. We don't know what the next Patreon picks poll is going to be. However. We do have a whole bunch of other bonus content that you can consume until mm-hmm. that next time shows up, um, you know, including Chat GPT, We Make Movies yep. episode. I don't even, nonsense is the best way nonsense to describe it. Yeah, Chat GPT way. generated movie names, and we came up with the plot and the, the stars, and it was amazing. It was. I mean, it was a lot of fun. You yeah. said consume, so I immediately was thinking about, you know, we've done chip tier lists. Oh, yeah. We've done soda tier lists. We may have to do a goldfish tier list next. A goldfish a gold, tier Okay, list. I'm not going to lie. When you first started saying that, I was like, I don't know, they're kind of like wriggly. 
uh, the crackers. We gotta do crackers. Okay. I only eat koi. <laughs> <laughs> the finest koi imported. From I've Japan. only had the OG goldfish crackers. I didn't even know they I, made other. Well, I mean, there's, there's there the, is no way you've only had cheddar. There's like white cheddar. Yeah, that's. I've had goldfish crackers like twice in my life. Like what? when my, I, was I do not believe what? you. One and two. That is an absolute blasphemy. First off, I have never Tennessee purchased like goldfish crackers myself. Parmesan, Old Bay. Really? What? Wow. Oh, Get wild well, out here like with the now goldfish. We have to do this yeah, now we have to do it. Yeah. Ryan, just for the betterment of his gourmet sensibility. I don't know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. Anyways. If, you know, $1 um, is just not in the cards, totally fine. Yeah. You should share us and toss us a review, review rate yeah. us, whatever you want to call it, um, on Spotify, iTunes, share us with on Facebook with your friends, your cats, your dogs. I don't care. Your yeah. mom, your grandma, yes. whoever. Yeah, just help share us, our podcast. Help, help us grow. Us satisfy the algorithm and bubble on up. Yes, <laughs> we would greatly appreciate it. Indeed. On that note, that is all the time we have for this episode. Until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ryan. And every spoiler was intended. <laughs>